There was a quote that I saw in a TikTok video. It was a voiceover that said, you have to start romanticizing your life. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character. Because if you don't, life will continue to pass you by. There's this big push in today's younger society to express the main character energy. So what is it? Why is there such a push? And then what does it mean to do that in all reality? And how does that really improve your life? That's what we're going to discuss on today's podcast. Welcome to Candidly Creative, a podcast from Creatively Caitlin that focuses on open, honest conversations. If you like what you hear, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at creatively underscore Caitlin or on my website, www.caitlinnorum.com. The article from Inc. magazine that's called How to Leverage Main Character Energy to Attract and Retain Young Workers is an interesting take on the whole concept. It's an article by Philip Kane, the CEO and managing partner in Grace Ocean. And I want to make sure I reference that clearly because I'm going to state some of the quotes from this article. They start off really aggressively about why this is happening and blaming social media and blaming the parents for being, you know, over-encouraging and too supportive almost. Blaming the fact that we've grown up in a world where it's been one crisis after another. But whatever the reason behind it, they're recognizing that Gen Y and Z especially are viewing themselves as a protagonist in our life. And while a lot of the employers (laughs) don't love this concept, they are starting to come around of the fact that you can harness it and utilize it for your business benefit. That's the whole point of this article. But one of the points they made in it was really interesting to me. It was kind of the the why. <laughs> so they talked about how COVID-19 shutdowns and the pandemic lockdowns, the isolation, all of that had such a negative impact on the newest workers, the millennials and Gen Z. Millennials especially who had already survived the Great Recession and postponed all of these major life things such as buying houses and starting families and getting married and even doing like retirement investment. Everyone avoided those things because you just had to survive. We've been in a survival mode since as long as I can remember. I mean, we had the 90s that we referenced back to as this peaceful time because it was really stable. And then after the 90s, suddenly it just one after another of all these things that, you know, you had 9-11 and the Great Recession and the entire war with Afghanistan and Iraq and COVID-19 and the, the whole pandemic shut down. And now we're in another recession and it's thankfully not as bad, but it's still going to affect us. Just when we think it's starting to become shiny and wonderful and great and we can start improving our lives, something else seems to knock us back and prevent us from moving forward in our life. For the, for the younger generation, like the Gen Z workers who you know were born in the 2000s, they've basically seen everyone be, be annoyed and pissed off at life. Like they grew up in the Great Recession. They grew up seeing how the Great Recession impacted their families. Some people lost houses. Some Lots of people lost jobs. They knew that they had to act differently than their parents from the start. And you kind of walk into a situation knowing that you need to do something different. And then, you know, not sure exactly how, but it's going to be different. I'm going to change the world. You have this bright eyed aspiration for a wonderful world. And then COVID hit 
and everything shut down. And it's just really interesting that from that shutdown and from that isolation and from this insane time in the world that brought up so much fear and anxiety and stress and disillusionment and fighting even because such there were such battles between the political sides and, you know, all of that. It resulted in this concept of this main character energy where we were forced to and also allowed the time to reevaluate what's really important in life. And a lot of people found the same result. They're tired of accepting things that are just purely unacceptable. And we just really want to be happy. That's all we want is just to be happy and to stop accepting the BS. So having this idea of the main character energy is just such a unique concept. Like, What is that energy? What exactly does that mean? Well, it's pretty simple. It's kind of you think of your favorite book. And that main character and who they are and, you know, what are they doing in, in the life of the book or even the movie, your favorite movie character? Why do they inspire you? Why are they the main character? Why were they chosen to be the focal point? It's a strength of character. It's a confidence. It's an idea of this person is living their best life, whatever that means. Whether that's leading the charge against a societal issue, fighting against the bad antagonist of the of the story, finding themselves and finding love. It's really just this new type A personality that it puts you at the center of the narrative. Rather than taking a step back and allowing everyone else to be influence everything around you, you are accepting that you are the main focus in your own story. And while that sounds very selfish and very self-involved, there's this concept of it that is all about self-care. It's about putting yourself first and it's about making sure that you are functioning in a way that is about your personal satisfaction. But in most cases that I've seen, it's not about a selfish, I'm going to step on everyone else to get what I want. It's a, I recognize the societal need for good around me and the behavior and acceptance and unity. But I also am not going to accept the things that are making me feel like a terrible human and I'm going to do things that make me happy is even if it's just something that's stupid and small but it's going to make me happy if that's doing a new makeup tutorial every single day or buying groceries for the day of instead of for the whole week meal planning or maybe it's opposite maybe it's meal planning your entire week so you can be really efficient and control your budget you know whatever that means to you it's a unique experience you cast yourself in the movie of your life. You don't let yourself be a character on the side watching everyone else live it around you. It's a powerful thought process and I'm, I'm fully on board with it. I think it's incredible to live in the present and focus on what makes you happy. As long as there's some acknowledgement that you can't just focus on yourself and there has to be some awareness around you, awareness of the world around you and awareness of the situations and how your attitudes, your behaviors, your words, your actions, all of that affects other people. Yes, you can be the main character, but there are lessons to learn. Some of my favorite main characters in the books that I love aren't narcissistic douchebags. They are people with faults that are doing their absolute best and learning these life lessons and becoming part of a community. My main character energy is based off of the concept that I am a main character, but I'm also a supporting role in other people's stories. Everyone has their own main character story. You have your own energy. 
And I want to lead my life in a very positive, healthy, self-care manner, making sure that I am taking care of myself, but also in a way that I'm still able to give of myself to others because that in itself makes me so happy. I actually truly enjoy making sure others are successful, making sure that others are taken care of. I am a person that wants to sacrifice time and energy for others while not viewing it as this massive sacrifice. It's giving of my love and giving of my time because to me that is what it truly means to be human. And that's just my story. It, you don't have to follow that same main character energy. That is what I find so interesting about this whole concept. The main character energy isn't giving you a prescribed set of characteristics or actions that you must complete or else. There's no game plan of you have to complete these five steps to get to the next level. You're not going to level up by graduating this course or by doing these three quests to get whatever information that you need. You're not going to excel by everyone else's standards. It's about you. The idea is you're reclaiming control of your life in a world that's just simply out of control. <laughs> you're never going to be able to control the world around you. I don't know if it was a book or a quote or a poem or my parents maybe. Somewhere along my life, I had been told, you can never control everyone around you as much as you may try. The only thing that you can actually truly control is yourself, your behaviors, your attitudes, your responses. You can't expect someone to respond or act in the exact same way that you do when they do it differently than you. The only control that you have over that situation is how you're going to respond to make that other person feel a certain way and make yourself feel a certain way. Being gracious and, you know, trying not to be over controlling, even though that is something that I super struggle with. Those are all pieces of my puzzle. And another massive piece is what I'm doing right now with my career. I am I'm working on building my online store called Rosie Evening Boutique. It's going to be an online store that lets me sell some of the things that I just really love to do. It is something that I've wanted to do for some time. I've watched people be really successful doing their own versions of this. And I've always sat and wondered how everyone else can be so successful and why, why can't I just do these things? Part of tapping into that main character energy is instead of wondering why and sitting back and just letting things happen, it's asking yourself, why not? Why can't I also do this? And that's where the store comes in. I make custom candles. I do photography. I make art prints. My photography is something that's so important to me and it's how I see the world and it's a, a piece of my soul that I put onto a image, which sounds so ridiculous sometimes when I say it out loud, but it's it's a piece of me and, and how I envision the world and the beauty that I see in some of the simplest things. And if I find it so beautiful and wonderful, why wouldn't someone else? And maybe that's going to be one person and maybe that one person's going to buy one picture of mine and that's going to be as successful as, as it is. Uh, my candles are beautiful, I think, and I think the smells are great, and I think they have a purpose because I put a lot of thought into the scents and, and uh, the stones and herbs that are in them because I believe that scent is a transporter. It transports you to a, a higher energy, a positive place, or a memory, or, you know, it's it's something that 
can change the environment, change the mood of your life. And I love making the candles. So I've decided that I'm going to create more varieties and allow custom options and start selling them. And I have so much random information and random stuff I love to share and do and organize. I'm going to sell digital templates and um, printables because I have some really good ideas on how to run things and checklists and things that you should do to best do something. I have a wedding list that I helped craft when I was helping my friend um, do her wedding. I have travel itineraries and travel planning books. I've got all these things that I've crafted over the years for my personal enjoyment and use because I just like doing that stuff. And why not try to share that with the world? And if someone wants to buy it for two bucks or five bucks or 10 bucks or whatever I'm not selling them for, why not? Instead of sitting here wondering, why does everyone else get to be successful and and do their crafts and follow their passions and make money off of it? Instead of staying in this wondering why land of just sitting in this secondary character energy, stepping into that main character energy and saying, why not me? Why shouldn't I also be successful in those things? Why shouldn't I try? It's about living your life to the absolute fullest and not regretting not doing things. I am a big believer of never regretting things because most of life, even the bad parts, make you who you are. It builds character. It builds experiences. It helps you craft how you respond to things. But I have sat in regret of my career for so long, like my photography and my artistic versions of things, my websites, my photography, my art, my candle making, all those things. I have sat in this, oh, they're not good enough stage. But I've seen people's work that's out there and I've shared some of these things as gifts to people. And the response that I get is very different than the voice that's in my head. I have sat and let the fear of failure and anxiety guide me for so long. So reaching out and grabbing that idea of main character energy and deciding I'm going to let myself shine in my own life is not a thing that is about being a narcissistic or selfish. It's about following something that is going to lead me to live my best life. And maybe it's going to fail. I don't know. But to not try is failing already. I think one of the things that we have to really focus on, though, as we tap into these main character energy feelings, these, I think I've said main character energy probably 30 times in this podcast so far, but the the idea of living that life and then also the stress of how do we share that without letting that overtake life is the fine balance. I think it's really important to note that sometimes you can live life and truly be involved in your own life and not have to capture every second of it. Or at least if you want to capture it, not have to share it. Some things are meant for you. Some things are meant to be personal and they don't have to be put on social media or shared with your family or friends. They can be your personal experiences and you can gain from that and not have to share it with every person out there. I think because of the society that we live in, we have a almost pressure that if you're going to do something like, like this online store, now I have to think of content what can I share? What can I record? What can I photograph? How can I best share my journey and the store product creation and why it's important and why you should buy from me in particular? How do I do that without continuously sharing all of the information I can with my accounts? 
But balancing that need to be present and on social media and sharing those things without the stress of having to constantly capture and create, I think that's the battle. What is really going to make you happy? Are you following your bliss? Are you are you capturing things because you want to share them or are you capturing them because you know you have to? And I think that that is where it has to be. That is that is a big piece of the main character energy too, that it has to be fun. You have to have fun with your life. And that's part of the the focusing your energy on yourself. It's a self-care piece of I'm going to have fun. I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to take care of myself, remove the people that aren't giving me good energy and, and bringing down my energy. I'm going to surround myself with amazing people, amazing food, amazing experiences, and I'm going to have an amazing life life, whatever that means. And in my life, that means surrounding myself with friends and family and trying to succeed and hustling with the work because I love working. Don't like sitting around. I love being busy. I love having something to do and chasing after a photo or what can I create? That's why I do this podcast. I'm certainly not making money off of it. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. And that's why some months I just don't want to record anything because I have nothing to say. And that's okay too. I'm only going to do a podcast if it makes me happy. And maybe if someday this becomes something that I make money off of, awesome. That would be super fantastic. But this isn't about that. And I think the idea of I'm doing the podcast because I'm making money off of it, it's important. Yes, of course, if you're going to do something worth your time, you might as well get paid for it. That'd be lovely. But I also just really enjoy opening up the conversation. And yeah, it's not a conversation with another person currently. I'm having a conversation with myself. It's one-sided. But this podcast is part of what makes my story complete. So when I think about how can how can you find your main character energy and utilize it in a way that is healthy, it's really just about finding what makes you truly happy, following that bliss. What makes you uniquely you? There's a, a creator that I follow that she does artistic work on thrifted items. And it's taking these sculptures, like the precious moments sculptures and little animal sculptures that people have thrown away, donated to Goodwill, and she paints them into these more nightmarish characters. So I have a pink elephant with black eyes that have like the, the ink black tears running down its face. I've seen like the precious moments, almost like wedding cake topper where you have the couple and they're painted with black eyes with the tears and there's white bunnies with bright red eyes and like bloody teeth. Like it's just, it's a unique perspective that's so simple, but I love it. I think it's amazing. And I love that she does that and has decided to share it with the world. That's exactly what this is about. Being the perfect person isn't viable for everybody. You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. You're not going to be the perfect angel with the perfect skin and the perfect hair and the perfect clothes. I mean, maybe you are. That's good for you. I mean, if that is who you are and that is your life, that's amazing. I'm glad for you. But that's not viable for me. What is viable and what is possible for me is being uniquely who I am and following my bliss. So when it comes down to it at the end of the day, how are you going to give that main character energy? How are you going to take front center of your story, live it to your fullest, impact the world around you in the way that you want to, experience things the way that you want to, take care of yourself and be the person who is happy and healthy and doing the best that you can? 
it's not as much about perfection as it used to be. There's not one look. There's not one type of girl person. There's not that girl that is the ultimate girl. There's so many people in this world who have so many amazing perspectives to share. So why can't you be one of them? Why can't you be your main character and present yourself as if you have the most important thing to share? Because I tell you what, it is important. Your character, yourself, you are important. So I go back to that quote I started with. You have to start romanticizing your life. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character. Because if you don't, life will continue to pass you by. Are we going to just let our lives pass us by and suddenly we're 65 and 70, 75 on death's door, regretting half of our life? Or are we going to encompass that main character energy, put forth the energy and persona and being that we want in this world and be able to capture that every single day of our lives? I know what I want. If you like what you heard on this podcast, make sure you follow me on Spotify or SoundCloud to hear the latest. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok for more content. Also, head over to the website to see all that Creatively Caitlin offers, from design services to photography, branding to consultant work, and more. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy.